What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Strength Through Struggle podcast. I am your host, Dustin, and man, have I got an episode for you today. And it is on age is just an excuse. Look, we've all heard it that age is just a number or age before beauty or age and age and age and age and all of this. But ultimately, I believe a lot of it is in your mindset. And I believe a lot of it is in your upbringing. And I believe a lot of it is in the choices that we make. So I have a few examples that I want to talk about with you guys today. And hopefully by the time I'm done here, you too will understand or agree with me that ultimately age is just an excuse. So a little preface, Tanya and I went to the CrossFit Games in 2018 in Madison, Wisconsin, and we had um, a, a, a whole weekend full of fitness that we got to partake in and watch and, and, and enjoy. And ultimately, I had two favorite groups the entire weekend. And I'm talking, you've heard of the pros, Sam Dancer and uh, uh, Matt and, and, and all these guys. They're all there. They're all huge. They're all, you know, extremely successful athletes. And they were, you know, obviously a, 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 a spectacle to watch. But the two groups that I was impressed with the most was the teens and the 55 to 60 year old, both men and women competitors. I've grown up my whole life hearing that, you know, oh, well, I'm too old to do this or heck, I'm 50, I'm old or, or whatever the, the situation was, it was always age was an excuse. And here I am watching these 55 to 60 year old CrossFit athletes that are some of the fittest freaking people in the world. And when I say fittest, I mean, jacked six pack shredded to the gills and and the energy and pizzazz to literally compete event after event after event for an entire freaking weekend and i was just completely amazed at how well them athletes performed and first off the teens were unimaginable like I, I 13 14 15 years old these kids were complete freaking developed athletes and just merely crushing it but let's not talk about the young athletes today let's let's start moving it on up as i get older myself i realize that i have found myself looking for people who are fitter than me or in really good shape that are actually older than me because they give me a reason to keep pushing. They give me an example to work towards. They give me something to look forward to. So ultimately, we're at the CrossFit Games and we're watching the 55 to 60 year olds. And I mean, they are freaking savages. And ultimately, man, it was super cool because we had some friends that were there and they had an athlete as, as they own a CrossFit gym. They had an athlete there who was literally in the 55 to 60 year old division and and he actually won the entire thing and i'm telling the effort and the ability and the um, expertise that these guys had was truly truly amazing and and it, and it completely diminished everything i ever believed about age being uh uh you know the the excuse for why you couldn't do something and so from there you know obviously i've started my own forming my own opinions ever since then and i've realized that it really is and i have a, a, a an, an awesome opportunity right now where I have got to take some of my talents and actually 
bring them to a gym where someday, a couple days, three days out of the week, I am actually coaching in person as well as doing all of my online coaching. And so being able to coach in person, I have found that I am able to meet people. I'm able to see new examples. I'm able to help people. And I'm able to realize that people are moving. People are grooving. People got it going on. And so the other day I was actually off and I headed to the gym anyhow so that I could get my own workout in. And I went at 6 a.m., which is one of my favorite times to work out. And actually, as I was walking into the gym, an older couple, they're both 69 years old, was walking out of the gym. And matter of fact, it was his birthday. He had literally just turned 69 that morning and he had just finished a workout. Now, I know it's easy to think like, oh, he did some stretching or, you know, something like that. No, he was doing uh, cable flies and dumbbell squats and row on the machine and toe touches and supermans and uh, box squats and all of these things. Like he did an actual workout and he comes on Mondays and Wednesdays and his wife actually comes about four days out of the week um, and they've been working out for a, a basically all of their lives and and wanted to I asked them and they said that they always had dreams and goals of doing more stuff and that like even at 69 um, his wife said like I have a goal to do more things and so in order to do them things I have to keep in good health and so four days out of the week 5 a.m they are she's at the gym he comes two days out of the week and they're at the freaking gym and they're doing it. They're putting the work in. Um, the other day, she was deadlifting like 175 pounds. She was, you know, she does all the same um, workouts that I actually do. It's, it's for our, our group workouts. And she actually absolutely just crushes it and, and amazes me every day. Her, uh, this morning, she actually reached behind her back and put a plate up on her back with her shoulder. And I was just amazed because her flexibility, because her ability to move, because her desire to want to be able to continue to do cool stuff, she shows up to the gym, she does the work, she puts it out there so that she can continue to go. And I am just absolutely uh, ecstatic that I have now uh, placed myself around 69-year-old people who are still fit, still working out, still doing the thing, and not using age as an excuse. The next couple that I want to talk about, and they're, they're not an actual couple, they're a couple of friends that work out together on, on a daily basis. And they actually, literally, one week ago, started a marathon in Houston, Texas on a Sunday. And they ran the entire marathon together. And they are, one of them is 58 and the other one is 62. And they're both female. And they went to Houston and ran this marathon. Um, I think it took them around five hours and, or five and a half hours. And they drove home back to Dallas area, Frisco, whatever. And when they got back on Monday morning, after running 26.2 miles, they came to the gym and started phase three of 75 hard. So two 60-ish year old women 
uh, ran a marathon and then started phase three, which is the last and hardest phase of 75 hard the very next day. Now, sure, they were moving a little slow. They were doing some extra stretching. They were, you know, uh, rowing instead of running because we actually had running on the docket for the day and, and, and stuff like that. But to merely, literally the day before having had ran a marathon to the very next day starting phase three of 75 hard was completely unbelievable. I myself am on day like 55 and these ladies come in and they're ecstatic. They're, they're excited to be able to move. They're excited to have the mindset that they are able to do whatever it is that they set out that they want to do. Um, they're, they're signed up for another thing called Walk Across Texas right now, where over the next like eight weeks, They'll, they'll each walk like a thousand miles. Like these women are incredible and, and, and there's nothing special about them. They're just, uh, uh, the, the one lady I actually talked to today, I said, Hey, when did you actually start running, um, and, and, and doing it? And she said, I ran my first for four, uh, my first 5k somewhere in my mid forties. So in her mid forties, she started running. She ran one 5k. And after that 5k, she decided she was going to train for a marathon from a 5k to a marathon and since then um she has now for almost 20 years been running marathons and you know half marathons and other races throughout the year as well as like i said competing or not competing but completing 75 hard completing phase one completing phase two and now in the midst of completing phase three and and it's just absolutely inspiring for me and i just am so grateful to be able to bring these uh stories to you today it just gives me so much hope. And when I say hope, I want to lean into the next one, which is actually my pastor um, of my church. And, and last April, Tanya and I got to hear Pastor Keith speak at a mastermind called the Million Dollar Mastermind. And I was in a dark place in that time. I was having a hard time and I knew I needed to make a few adjustments. And the first person at this speaking engagement was actually Pastor Keith. And the second that that man opened his mouth, I realized that I needed him in my life. And he spoke for the next hour about God and people. And by the time he was done and tears were running down my face, I realized that there was two things I needed in my life. And that was God and different people. And so as I as I kind of sunk into that and understood what my mission was, which was to find God for myself and, and ultimately find some other people to run around with, I realized that he had given me hope. Like he, you know, he, he um, runs a very successful marriage. He runs a very successful church. He runs a very successful business. He runs a very successful life. And ultimately he is extremely well fit. He goes to the gym every day. The dude is, you know, six, five, six, six, somewhere in there and probably 250 pounds, got muscles, you know, bulging out of everywhere and, and truly, truly believes in taking care of himself, eating healthy, uh, feeding his mind full of, of good stuff and, and, and his body full of good stuff and, and believing in God and, and doing the right thing. And, and to see that a 62 year old man could not only be the pastor of a church, but could run a successful business, could run a successful marriage, could run a successful family where the entire family is, is Christ followers and, and most of them are pastors. And 
just truly breeding excellence out of out of his own family because he leads himself well and that gave me hope that although i was not in a position that i wanted to be in although i was not in a position that he was in i then realized that if he was capable of doing that if that was available to him that it was also available to me and i don't know about you but for me at 62 years old I want to be half as good as any of the people that I've spoke about so far today. And I really just want to continue to improve upon my health and improve upon my fitness and improve upon my mindset and my relationships and, and my God and all of these things. And so the last part that I actually want to talk to you guys about is my own journey. So in 2012, most of you guys know, I checked into a rehab facility um, in Knoxville, Tennessee, because I was taking 6,000 milligrams of prescription pain pills a day. And although I was in the very worst shape of my life, I was an athlete my whole life. I, you know, I was always playing and, and running and doing all these things. At one point, I let myself go. And when I checked into treatment, October 13th, 2012, I was 260 pounds. I was considered obese. I was smoking three packs of cigarettes a day, addicted to prescription pain pills, only drinking Mountain Dew um, at literally Pizza Hut pizza was three times a week and Bush Light was drank by the 30 pack. Just drawing a little picture here. So that was in 2012. Now, we are now at exactly 10 years later. And to this day, I can honestly say that for the last decade, so I am now 37, and I was 27 when I checked into treatment. Over the last decade, every single year, I have been in better shape than I was the year before. So as I have gotten older, I've actually taken my health more seriously. I've actually worked harder towards my goals and I'm actually in better shape than I was the previous year. Now, this year is probably going to be the toughest. I'm off to a good start so far, you know, being able to be at the gym uh, full time, being able to, you know, be uh, stationary where we're not at uh, living in the bus and, and only having a few things that we can do um, is, is really going to help. But I've also dedicated a lot of this year to my fitness goals. Again, I'm on day 55 of 75 hard. I am going to do the CrossFit Open um, that starts on February 24th, which 75 hard will end on um, February 14th. So I'll have a 10 day span where I'm not doing a competition. And then I'll do the CrossFit Games or CrossFit Open, which is about four weeks long, I believe. After that, I'll probably take like 10 more days off and then I will start phase one and then I will take however much time you're supposed to take off and I will start phase two. And then in November of this year, I will start phase three of 75 heart. So as you can see, I will be in competition or in a challenge for a very good portion of this year, which is exactly what I want. I always want something on the books. I always want something that I'm working towards. I always want to be challenging myself and looking to do better. So with that, so far, I have been in better shape every year for the past 10 years. And I know that doesn't sound like a whole lot. And I'm going to be honest with you, at 37, I don't heal like I did at 27. I don't recover as fast. I don't, but I lift more and I look better. And 
all around, my health is better than what it was last year. Now, like I just said, it's going to be hard to beat last year because we were in a bodybuilding competition last year and I was literally in the best looking shape of my life. But I've already made some adjustments um, to my life that had I, if I continue to keep moving forward with them, which is the obviously the full plan, I will be in better shape this year than last year. Biggest thing I stopped doing was no drugs and no alcohol. I removed them from my life in September of last year, at, uh, not too long after the bodybuilding show, to be honest with you. And so being clean and sober a year later will literally make me in better shape than I was last year. But physically, I'm chasing some different goals. I've obviously got a bunch of challenges and, and time and effort I'm, I'm putting into it this year. But right now, I'm also doing SoulCon. And SoulCon has me doing some different challenges along with 75 Hard. And one of them challenges is, is every week, I am required to run two 5Ks. They're called run, walk, or crawls. Basically, you have no excuses. You need to go 5K, 3.1 miles, two times each week. And so two weeks ago, I started. This is actually the third week. And this week, the challenge is that one of them has to be a 10K, and you still have to do the other 5K. So I have run four so far. And in 2016 was the last time I ran a timed 5K for anything that really mattered. And the fastest I ever ran was 26 minutes and 36 seconds. And so that still burned in my head. That was literally six years ago, over half of the 10 years of me being in shape, mostly because I don't like running um, too much. And it's not something that I keep track of. I'm not saying that I haven't ran 5Ks. None of them just really mattered. So with that being said, I ran my first one two weeks ago, and it was 34 minutes and 28 seconds. And with that, it was slow. When the lady, read, I, I used Matt my, uh, Matt my Run, and when the lady read my first time, I was embarrassed. And it was like, oh, man, I, I, I got to move faster. So I, I picked up the pace a little bit, and I kept going. So I get done with that, 34 minutes, 28 seconds. I was a little ashamed, but I knew that it would only get better from there. So the next one of the first week I ran and it was like 31 something. So I had cut like two and a half minutes off of my first one, which made me feel a lot better, made me understand that, you know, I, I could do better than what I was doing. And my body was starting to uh, not be so sore from the first one. I kind of understood what I needed to do and what pace I needed to run. So the third one I ran and it was just under 30 minutes. I was like 29, 50 or something. So I had again cut another like minute and a half or two minutes off. And this last one that I ran was actually 28 minutes and 11 seconds. So if you're doing the math, I have literally cut almost six minutes and 20 seconds off of my 5k time in four runs. And that is literally a whole, whole bunch. So again, I am literally getting better the older I get. I'm literally getting better the more I do it. I'm literally getting better the harder I push. And so my goal, obviously, here, probably this next 5K, which is probably going to be tomorrow, I plan to beat my time of 26 minutes and 36 seconds. I want to be able to beat my time from six years ago, six years older. That's the idea. 
And so as I come to the conclusion of today with several obstacles and several people to show you that literally age is just an excuse, I just want you to realize that somewhere in your life, you have an excuse, whether it's your kids, whether it's your age, whether it's your, you know, old injuries or old accidents, like all of us have them stories, but ultimately they are just freaking stories. So my challenge to you is find what your excuse is and stop using it as an excuse and start using it for a reason. And with that, I appreciate you guys. This is another episode of the Strength Through Struggle podcast. I am Dustin, your host, and I look forward to catching you next time. Spread love, never settle.